0: Hey, what is up, everybody? Welcome to the She Wolf Mentality Podcast. It is your host and head coach, Isaiah Bowick. And, uh, I'm, I'm psyched. We're back. We're back at it with the podcast. It has been a minute since I've been on here. I've been doing uh, quite a bit, uh, moving lately. Uh, just got back from Arizona where I was staying for about three months. And then we got home here in Minnesota. We found a beautiful place, uh, our new home that we're going to be getting into in the next hopefully two weeks. And so as some of you may have done, moving can be quite the uh, the hassle. It can be stressful. Obviously, we're going to be hiring movers, but things can get pretty crazy. So I'm pumped up. We are, um, we're moving, we're moving, we're getting out of here. Obviously, we're not moving out of state, but we got a new place. It's going to be phenomenal. And one thing that I'm super excited about is I will have a my own uh, podcast room. So I'm going to have a dedicated room just for podcasts. So just be on the lookout. I'm gonna be doing so much more value in the next few weeks when it comes to my training, when it comes to dieting. I'm sorry if the, my gosh, uh, dieting and whatnot. And so let's dive into it today. And the first thing I wanna talk about is straight up owning your macros. Uh, Something that I see very common in the industry when it comes to dieting is a lack of clarity when it comes to going into a cut phase. So I want to talk a little bit about what my typical game plan is. As everyone follows me, I coach women fully online. I coach driven women that want to lose body fat, that want to feel confident, that want to feel stronger in the gym and lose anywhere from 15 to 30 pounds. Sometimes it even goes up to 40 pounds. And one of the biggest things that... I do as a coach before anybody goes into a cut phase with me is that we go through a phase anywhere from eight to 12 weeks where we are getting extremely good at the basic fundamentals of tracking your food. Um, And that is where you understand using MyFitnessPal. You understand connecting with MyFitnessPal. You understand the settings in MyFitnessPal. Thank you, bro. I appreciate you. I just got it cleaned up yesterday. I appreciate you, man. Thank you very much. Um, as I was going back into it, um, understanding that you know how to track your food on MyFitnessPal, you understand the settings. I think one of the most common errors that I see using MyFitnessPal is logging and rolling, and what I mean by that is you're having a chicken breast, you're just going to log in chicken breast. You don't even know the measurements, right? Uh, When you have a banana, you just log in banana. You don't even know the measurements, right? Uh, When it comes to your fats, you're taking olive oil or ranch and you're pouring it on your food. You're not actually tracking it. So before you even think about, hey, I'm going to own my macros in this cut phase. I always suggest the first eight to 12 weeks of any plan that you are learning the basic fundamentals of tracking your food. And I teach that personally. I have modules. I have classes that are almost up to a whole hour that I teach my students, my my clients, how to actually track properly. Because most of the time when people say I have weight loss resistance, I can't lose five pounds. I can't lose 10 pounds. Most of the time, it's because of a lack of tracking. They just aren't tracking correctly. And no, you don't have to be legitimately perfect with your macros right on the dot, but you should have a pretty good understanding of knowing that. So again, being able to track for at least eight to 12 weeks of consistent work and feeding up. And that is something that I talk about a lot where for my women that I coach, for me, a rule of thumb is that you can maintain your weight uh, between 1,900 calories to about 2,200 calories without gaining body fat. Your body is able to take a lot of that food and push it into the muscle cell. It's not being spilled into the fat cells. Your metabolism and metabolic rate isn't, quote-unquote, sluggish or slow. It's 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 adaptive and responsive to what we want. Um, I've been posting a lot of stories lately of clients hitting new lows. And those lows didn't just come from all of a sudden we started going into a caloric deficit. They took time, 8 to 12 weeks, of slowly building their food up, keeping cardio low so their body was actually sensitive for and was ready for a fat loss phase. And that comes to making sure your hormones are in check, insulin sensitivity is in check, and whatnot. So I guess my first tip that I can throw out right now is just make sure you know the basic fundamentals of tracking. Um, I suggest using my Fitness Pal, a little hack here, if you are using MyFitnessPal and you don't want to use the premium, uh, the screenshot barcode that's uh, now charged, you can go into your settings and change it to you. you're from the United Kingdom and it will be free. So just a little hack for you. But number one is make sure you own your macros through understanding the basic fundamentals of tracking your food. You understand how to log your protein. You know how to log your fats. You know how to log your carbohydrates. You're not just... Typing in a chicken breast, you know how to. Hey, this is four ounces of chicken breast. Hey, this banana is fifty grams of uh, fifty grams of a banana. That way, you ensure you're ready before you go into that cut phase. Okay, and again, if you're listening to this podcast right now and you're like, "That sounds really overwhelming with like ounces, ounces, and grams," I teach that. I teach it in my coaching, the Built Elite training. So, if you have questions, please reach out and I can help you. Next thing about owning your macros, once you build that skill and you have that skill around eating properly, knowing your measurements, the next biggest thing is knowing your protein goal, okay? Now, for ladies out there, protein timing, back in the day was super important, like the, the anabolic window, now how I coach and how I teach is as long as you get your protein in, you know, before your workout, if you can get that in about 90 minutes before, after the workout, anywhere from 90 minutes to an hour, you know, 90 minutes to two hours, it's not going to make it or break it. Most important thing is you're driven, you're a lifestyle individual, get your, just, just get your protein in. But after you own those macros and you have that skill, know your protein timing. Um, again, it doesn't have to be perfect, but if you're somebody eating – Typically, a woman should be eating anywhere from 120 grams, could be all the way up to 160 grams. So that can range from 25 grams of protein per meal all the way up to 40, 45 to really get that muscle protein synthesis activation. We want to be at least at 20 grams of protein per meal, right? And so it's really important that you are getting that in. And for some individuals, know your organization of your schedule, For me, if you're eating anywhere from 120 to 160 grams of protein, anywhere from 25 to 45 grams of protein in that ballpark, know your times that you're going to eat. One thing about protein is not fun is when you're trying to throw down 100 grams of protein at the end of the night. Drinking it is a little easier with like whey isolate, but spread things out. If you're someone that eats three times a day, spread that out for three to four hours. If you're someone that eats four times a day, spread that out every two and a half to four and a half hours, maybe a little bit shorter than that. But the the, the way you want, you can own your macros is protein first. That is going to be the most important macronutrient when it comes to building lean muscle tissue, your recovery, you know, again, When it comes to losing body fat, you can lose five pounds, but if your protein isn't in check, you're going to lose muscle as well. And typically I see this with women that train hard and they do a lot of cardio. They might lose 10, 15, 20 pounds, but they have no muscle to show. It's not dense. It's not, it's not there. You don't see that and mastering and understanding, Hey, I got my protein and breaking it down when you go to the grocery list. Grocery store, pick two or three protein sources. That's it. That's all. Make it stupid simple so you're not sitting there overwhelming yourself with all these different things. When I'm in prep and I'm six months in a prep, I pick two or three protein sources for the week. Normally, it's a protein powder. From there, it's normally grilled chicken and probably like top round steak or ground turkey. It depends on what part of the, the prep I'm in, but make it simple. But protein timing is super important. Not necessarily I have to be exactly at 3 p.m., but protein time in a way of, hey, don't skip your protein. Make sure you have it throughout that because if you own your protein, you're like, I'm hitting my protein every single day. That whole toned, quote unquote, tone lean look that you seek, that is, you're going to see that. It's going to be developed and you're going to be able to see that in your physique, I promise you. And then lastly, I want to talk about Uh, owning your macros is knowing what you're doing Friday through Sunday. I think one of the most most important things when it comes to like a lifestyle macro goal is that you know what you're doing Friday through Sunday. A lot of times I see people eat perfectly Monday through Thursday and then Friday through Sunday, there's a missed meal. Um, there's dinner dates, there's social events, and I get it, summer's coming right around the corner. But if you're somebody that's trying to lose body fat and get in the best shape of your life this spring or summertime, you need to know what you're doing. And no, that doesn't mean you can't go out and socialize. I would say my top two places that or like fast food or sit down is one Chick-fil-A and two uh, uh Texas Roadhouse. Those two places, you can you can get something on the menu and it can be pretty dang close to your uh, your macros. I promise you, I've done it plenty of times. But Friday through Sunday, you need to own your macros. And what I mean by that is have the game plan. If you're going out to eat, look at that menu. Don't go to the pizzeria, go to a nice sit down that you can order a baked potato, chicken and, and broccoli or something like that. And you're like, oh, that sounds boring. Well, then zoom out and ask yourself, is it worth it? Am I okay if I have a big four or five pieces of pizza and feel crappy the next day, or I might feel completely fine because I don't have any intolerances against gluten or, or, or dairy, right? You have to manage that expectation. But I often see people, okay, I'm going to eat right. I'm going to hit my macros. You know, my carbs are getting down below 150, but then on the weekend I had like five drinks, but I'll be back on it on Monday. And then th- there's that roller coaster and I get it and I say this a lot, if that's going to if a couple drinks on the weekend are going to help you stay aligned with your fitness girl's goals, do it. That's completely fine. But if you're someone that knows you're going to go completely crazy on the weekends, you need to set boundaries for yourself and set realistic expectations for yourself. Period. Okay? But the biggest thing I can give a tip on is make sure you know what you're doing Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Is it wrong to go out and have a fun meal? Absolutely not. A very useful tip that I always say is if you are going to have a big fun meal on like Friday night, for example, you're doing a social event, you know, there's going to be spaghetti there or pizza there, something with a lot of carbohydrates. I always suggest if you're like, for example, if you're somebody that eats four meals a day, that last meal would be your fun meal. Don't get all your, your meals in your last meal would be your fun meal. And those three meals before that fun meal, whatever your carbohydrates are for the day. So say an example, you're someone that eats about 35 to 55 grams of carbs per meal. I would cut those carbohydrates by 50%. Or if you have to, if it's a really big meal and you know, alcohol's involved, go, go low carbs, just do vegetables. And protein for the first couple meals, and then your last meal would be that fun meal. And then for more advanced things, if it's a really high-carb meal, you could do a glucose disposal agent, which is going to really help with the utilization of those carbohydrates to help with insulin, and it's it's awesome being able to push into the muscle cell. But at the end of the day, just know your game plan. Be mindful of what the weekends are going to look like, because I'm telling you, when you don't have a game plan and you just go into the gym... Same thing with the gym, have a game plan, but go into the weekends with no game plan. You don't know the menu. you're just gonna eat off of your feelings and your emotions. You're gonna keep going in and out and you're just going to feel very overwhelmed, okay? Awesome, those are my tips today on owning your macros. Again, I'm super pumped up. We're gonna be driving out this built elite podcast a lot more. I'm going to be getting a studio. It's going to be rocking and rolling. I have a vision for this team and we are going to own it. Have a great day and we'll talk soon.